Good morning on this Tuesday morning. Welcome to our devotional Golden Nugget, food for thought and for the imagination. We continue to look at the word waiting as we have been studying it in relationship with the word of God, binding the promises, binding ourselves, letting the word bind itself to our heart. As we had read yesterday in Proverbs and we had learned that the word of God is actually medicine for us. The scripture says, as we looked at it, my son, attend to my words, incline your ear unto my sayings. Let it not depart from your eyes, keep it in the midst of your heart, for they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Jesus said that the words that he spoke in John 6, 63, they were spirit and they were life. Jesus lived and walked on this earth by the life of the Father in him. The Son, uh, Jesus said, uh, the Son has life in himself. As the Father has life in himself, he has given to the Son. That life has been imparted unto us by Jesus through the Holy Spirit. And it is that divine life, that divine nature that transforms us from just simply living in a plain natural realm to living one where we tap into the spiritual realm, that is the realm where God dwells. And allowing us to be able to partake of the promises and the blessings that he has spoken that they can be brought into this natural world uh, by obedience and listening. Of course, faith has a lot to do with it. And we mentioned a little bit last uh, uh, last time about that. But it says, For they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Now, we cannot get away from the fact that it talks about that the Word of God is health, to all their flesh. That's talking about our physical body. We just cannot keep away. We cannot get away from that fact. It says, keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it flows the issues of life. He had also said, if you will hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord your God, do that which is right in his sight and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes. I will put none of the diseases which I put up, uh, upon the, uh, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. So God calls himself the healer. He is the healer for us. Now the scripture also talks about meditating on the word of God in Psalm 1-2, uh, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. Now, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers that brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. And uh, because we have been born again by the Spirit of God, and the Spirit of God dwells in us, the Scripture says, He that raised up Christ Jesus from the dead, if that same Holy Spirit that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead dwell in you, he will also quicken our mortal bodies. 
But it's not just our flesh that God deals with. It is also with our soul. And of course, our soul, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Meaning that there is that aspect of us that includes our sanity of mind, our sanity of emotions, and then of course, our will. Those three main areas that we can underline and define as part of being our soul. In the Old Testament, our soul is called uh, the nephesh. Uh, it simply means that, that it's that part of us that has life in it. The body has biological, physical life. Our spirit has Zoe, Z-O-E, life in it, which is the life of Jesus, the life of the Father, the life of the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. And our soul also has been imparted uh, the life which is called nephesh. And God breathed into man and he became a living soul. So when we talk about the life of man, we actually have life in three different areas. When biological life ceases to exist, the spirit and the body basically are separated. The body dies. It no longer has biological life. Now, the scripture says uh, in the book of Leviticus that uh, in chapter 17, verse 11, that the life of the body is the blood. In the blood is the life. So, so when the scripture talks about the, 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 the life of the blood, it's talking about that which is causing the physical body to be alive, but also it causes us to be conscious of our natural world. It causes us to be able to think and to know and to live and to exist. And in doing so, then we're able to communicate with others on this natural plane through our soul. That means we're able to express emotions. We're able to express our will. We're able to express thinking. But then there is that level where God is a spirit and those that worship him must worship him in spirit. We must be led by God, by his word, in order to have that life developed in us. And that process of meditating on the word of God, hearing the word of God with our spiritual ears, which in the book of Revelation to the seven churches in chapter 2 and chapter 3, he spoke about hearing. He that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Meaning is not just our natural ears that have to hear, but it is our spiritual ears that have to hear. And it is in the realm of the Spirit where our spiritual ears are going to hear. Many people sometimes call it, a hunch. Some people call it a gut feeling. Uh, some people call it an inward knowing, a consciousness of, of something, uh, being aware. Whatever definition or whatever word is used, we are to be led by the Spirit of God. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So, having said all that, Let's look at Psalm 25, verse 3, 
verse 5 and verse 21. It says, Yes, let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Instead, let those be ashamed which transgress without a cause. So, God wants us not to be let down, not to be discouraged, not to be confused in that we are waiting on Him. We're not wasting time. We are binding ourselves to Him. So He goes on to say in verse 25, Lead me in thy truth. Jesus said in John, in chapter 17, when he was praying the, the prayer uh, for, for, for what's called the, the, priestly high, the high priestly prayer, he said, thy word is truth. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. So the psalmist says, lead me in thy truth and teach me. For thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all day long. Now the word that is used there for salvation in uh, Psalm, uh, Psalm 25 verse 5 is the word liberty. Uh, you're, you're the God of my liberty, of my deliverance. You're the God of my prosperity. You're the God of my safety. You're the God of saving. So whatever needs saving, whatever needs deliverance, whatever needs the help of God in our lives, God is the God of my salvation. He saves us from our sins. He saves us from destruction. He saves us from evil. He saves us from that which could cause uh, a detrimental uh uh, changes in our lives when we recognize him as he is the God of my salvation and on thee do I wait all day long. Wow, that's that's a, a mouthful right there. All day long, then what else is he doing? In other words, he is he is saying simply that whatever I am doing, wherever I am doing it, at the time that I am doing it, I'm also at the same time waiting on you. I'm waiting on you throughout all the activities and all the things of the day. I'm waiting on you to be my salvation, to deliver me from the fowler, to deliver me from the hunter, to deliver me from that which would be destructive. I'm waiting on you. And then it says in Psalm 25, verse 21, Let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait on thee. So we can see that the psalmist understood. I'm not going to be put to shame if I am waiting on the Lord. I'm not going to be put to shame if I ask him to lead me in truth and to teach me. Because you are the God of my salvation. And I'm not going to be put to shame because integrity and uprightness preserve me because I am waiting on you. And it continues in Psalm 27 in verse 14. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage. Just like uh, uh, in the book of Joshua in chapter number one, where Joshua, 
was told by by the Lord, just like he had been with uh, Moses, uh, that he is with him too. It says, Be thou, Joshua 1, verse 7, 8, and 9, Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou may observe to do according to all the law, which Moses my servant commanded thee, to not turn from it to the right hand, nor to the left, that thou may prosper wheresoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart from thy mouth, uh, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that you may do to observe according to all that is written therein, and then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Have I not commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with thee. Remember, the Lord God of our salvation. But he is told and instructed four things. Be strong, one. Be of good courage, two. Be not afraid, three. Don't be dismayed, four. So as we look at these uh, verses in the book of Psalms concerning waiting on the on the Lord. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. What did the psalmist know by experience that he is able to instruct us and let us know that there is something good in waiting on the Lord? Just like it says in Isaiah chapter 40, those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Right here in Psalm 27, 14, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. Remember, out of the heart flows the issues of life. So basically, he is commanded to be courageous. He is commanded to uh, be strong. He, he is commanded and he is told to fasten himself. Well, I would like to use the word to bind himself to the word of God. And that the word of God bind itself to him also. In Psalm 37 verse 9, For evildoers shall be cut off. But those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. We see that there are promises after promises after promises given and made to all those that desire an answer from the Lord. And he says, wait on him. Bind yourself to him. Meditate on his word. Let it constantly be a strength to your heart. Because out of the heart, flow the issues of life, all the issues of life. Consider this food for thought and for the imagination. The Lord richly bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.